And hello, everybody, and my name is Rich, and welcome to episode one of the Lone Photographer Adventures. Um, it's funny, I, I've been doing a lot of uh, videos, or at least videos as of late, where I haven't been doing a whole lot of talking, so it's been kind of weird that I've been thinking about actually doing a podcast where I could do nothing but talking. So here I am with my first podcast. I don't really even know how this is going to go. I, you know, I, I do have a bunch of these notes sitting in front of me. Hopefully I don't have like a million ums and uhs along the way, but you know, we'll see how it all goes. But yeah, this is episode one. Um, there we go. There's the first um. So hopefully this podcast is going to align uh, with the website and my YouTube release schedule. You know, with the, with the videos that I've been doing, they're all about pretty much a behind the scenes. And, and they're one of the reasons I stopped actually talking in, the, in those videos was I felt like it was a little bit distracting to what I wanted to do uh, when I'm out there taking pictures. And I found that I would be talking, you know, and then it'd be like maybe a good shot, but then I would say something completely dumb. Not to say I'm not going to do that in this podcast, but at least I've got some notes in front of me. I've only got one thing to focus on, and that is just a blather on. And so, so those, so those videos are like a more behind the scenes. And then I do like an article write up, which then includes more about the, the details of the trip and the fo photographs, you know, whatever, whatever else that may be there. Sometimes it's all, if, if possible, I put some GPX tracks on there as well. So you can kind of see where I went, yada, yada, yada. And so. I would say that this podcast is going to be, again, more of like the, the behind the scenes, a little bit more about like kind of what was going through the back of my brain, the back of my brain, I don't know, the front of my brain, the side, top, whatever, whatever it may be. Um, but basically some, some thoughts about the trip as I was on, I, I'm going to break it down into two parts. So in the, it, the first part is going to be pretty much the hike itself, kind of getting to the location and then some kind of discussion about the photographs that I was taking while I was out there and kind of like what was my mindset and kind of like what I was trying to achieve while I was out there. So so this is going to be about the trip that I took um, back in November of 2020. And this is um, a hike that I did in the Glastonbury Wilderness uh, that's located in basically, I think it's in southern Vermont, uh, pretty much near like Bennington, Vermont, be like in that generalist area. And the whole idea was that I was going to go out for like, like three days and two nights with, with a couple goals in mind. One of them is I always had this vision, this, this, this vision in my head that I wanted to take a picture of my tent, like out in these weird locations. But like anything else, you, you know, that idea has slowly kind of morphed and changed. Now I'll try to talk about that a little bit more, but the plan was again, Two days, three nights out there. I was going to do like a 20 mile, 22, 23 mile loop of this area. Now, I intended to actually start this trip probably about a week before it actually happened. But when I was watching the weather, and, and again, this is this is New England. So the weather can be sometimes rather unpredictable, uh, particularly in the winter. You know, some days we'll get like temperatures up in the 50s. And then the next day it's outside. There's a blizzard going on. And then like three days later, it's raining. You like it's really hard. And then especially when you start talking about the mountains, you know, then, then you never really know what you're going to get from day to day. And that might even include any type of wind that might be up there. And so when I was originally thinking of doing that trip, like we, we got a pretty big snowstorm. So I was like, okay, fine. Let me just 
play the cautious one. I, I, you know, I delayed it by about a week. I was actually on vacation for my real job. So I, I had that luxury. So the big day came, you know, you know and, and, and this was going to be my first time that I was actually going to be trying to do any like camping and hiking, like all in one. Like I've done plenty of car camping and stuff like that. Like that, I'm not a stranger to, to any of that. I'm not a stranger to being in the outdoors and hiking, you know, whatever. And so, but this time it was going to be me and my dog, Molly, and, you know, basically all my hiking gear. And my God, did I have, like, I felt like the, the world's heaviest backpack. And, and, it, and it was weird because I was really trying hard to, like, buy, like, really light, not super, super light, light like, not like the ultra lights, but light enough gear where it didn't feel like it weighed me down. But when I was done packing it, you know, I think I had, like, my sleeping bag. I, I had my sleeping pad, which was rated for, like, you know, zero degrees, which was kind of on the heaviest side. But, I, you know, I was preferring warmth. You know, I had my all my food my dog's food, you know, some water that was with me, you know, ways to filter my water, ways to cook my food. You know, when it came from my camera gear, I had my vlogging camera, a bunch of batteries for that, you know, my main camera, its batteries, some memory cards. I think I even brought along a power brick, stuff like that. And, and so... And so I was like, all right, fine. I've got all this gear. It's kind of heavy. I've got my tripods. And I knew when I put it on, I was like, oh my God, this, this is going to feel like it's going to weigh a ton. And I knew, and I knew it was going to weigh a ton. Like it was crazy. It was crazy. Like how much that I had. And, and when I was reading up on the hike too, that the, the most common thing that everybody said was like, it's like, all right, the first like couple miles to the top is, or to the trail, it's going to be brutal. And they weren't lying. It was. It felt like you know, like some some minor switchbacks. Again, if you ever hike in New England, it's, I swear we don't believe in switchbacks. It's like, oh, you want to go to the top? Well, here's a straight line to the top. This one had a couple switchbacks, but either way, it was you know, it's a, it's like a straight up hike, and that that's how that first two miles was going to be going. Um, and of course, you know, once the snow was done, I was like, okay, it's all done. I'm going to head on out. And the drive, to, the drive to the location was it was okay. You know, it was it had some adventurous spots, but you know the sun was out. It was it was okay. And when I put it out, and when I got there, I realized you know nobody had been there yet. And so, and I've never been on this trail. So you know, I grab my dog. You know, I put the leash on. I throw my like extremely way too heavy backpack. And mind you, I didn't have like fifty lens. I had like one lens, and I was trying, thinking I was going to be smart. I was like. All right, I've got this Rokinon, like cheap, we'll call it cheap, but 35 millimeter lens. It'll just go on there. It'll be the only one that I use the entire trip just to keep that load just as light as I possibly could. But man, when I got on that trail and I started hiking, it was a lot tougher than, than I expected because I didn't know where the trail was. I, I didn't know... You would mean there was the trail markers, but you know, with all the fresh snow that was on the ground, there was enough on there where it was really hard to kind of see where the herd path was up to the top. So I, I felt like I would walk like a hundred feet and then I would get to a point where it was like, okay, where's the next marker? And of course all the markers were all in white. And so that made everything incredibly slow going. And, and as I was kind of like poking my way up to the top, it was just like, fine. It was just me. I, I, Typically, if I'm like I'm on a, like a busy trail or whatever that I know there's going to be a lot of people out there, I always keep my dog on a leash. But I'm like I must have walked about a half a mile or so, and I'm like, there's nobody out here. There's not. I haven't. There was no signs of any human. So I took her off the leash, and my dog, you know, she went crazy. She was having a blast. You know, I'd walk my my hundred feet with like my overweight backpack, and I should have waited too. I really, really should have been like, well, what was actually in this pack? 
or at least just to figure out what the weight was. Now, part of it was probably because I was inexperienced, so maybe a lot of backpacks are heavy in general. I don't know. You know, I do know that when I go and carry, like, I carry a lot of camera gear, like, on my day hikes. But usually it's, like, you know, maybe two to three miles, and I was going to get to the point, and then I was good. And I find that after a while, I was really, I'd be fine. So, you know, I'm like, fine, we're going to do this. It was tough. It was brutal. But it was incredibly, incredibly slow going. And I quickly realized, actually, once I finally got past that first couple miles, that there was no way in the world I was going to be doing this 20-mile, like, loop height that I had totally imagined. You know, you 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 build this thing up in your mind, like, okay, I'm going to go off and I'm going to do this thing. So as, as I'm walking, I'm like, yep, slow going, slow going, slow going, slow going. And the first mile really or the first two miles, really took a lot out of me. And again, I think that was a lot of inexperience. I'm not, I can't say I'm exactly in the world's greatest shape either. And as you're probably all listening to this, I'm like, well, this all sounds like a great recipe for disaster. Now, I knew it was going to be tough. And I already knew, like, in the back of my mind, like I said, it was like, okay, we're not going to be doing this full hike. So what are we going to be doing? So I got to about mile three, I think. And it was tough. Again, you know, you walk 100 feet, you can't, you got to find the marker, like where you're going. And so it's not like you could just pound out that first couple miles uh, and then you get to the top and you've got your, you know, your lightish backpack. You can see where you're going. You can quickly navigate around the rocks and, you know, you could basically pound it all out and get to where you need to go. So I started looking at my maps. I started looking at my GPS and I realized, okay, there, there is going to be a pond that's along the way, which was going to be perfect because it meant like, okay, fine, that's the place I could stop if I need water, you know, whatever, that was going to be a thing. And so I ended up after about six miles stopping at Little Pond for the first night. And it was a lot colder than I was actually planning on it being. Now, I had plenty of gear. The sleeping bag was rated for like zero degrees. I think the low was going to be around 10. So, you know, so that was like, pushing the limits. So basically, I knew I wasn't going to die. And I had a really good sleeping, like sleeping pack that was rated for like, I don't know, zero to 10 below or something crazy like that. So I knew I had plenty of warmth there. But I was mostly just worried about the fact that, you know, my dog, you know, she's, you know, she's got like a double coat, you know, and everything else. So she was probably going to be okay. But either way, it was a lot colder than I was expected. When I finally got to this little pond, I was like, okay, fine. This is what we're going to do. I'm going to set my tent up. I could see that the light was fading. I just set it up, put all my stuff in there, and just jumped in there and jumped in the sleep bag. And it was like I barely even ate. I think I had a couple snacks, and then that was that. I had a little bit of water, just enough to satisfy the thirst, and then it was like I was just wiped out. And you know, and then we ended up just spending the whole time in that tent. It was crazy. It was crazy. We were both just totally wiped out. My dog just basically conked out. In the end, I conked out. I'd wake up occasionally, making sure she was okay. You know, I, I had her, I brought a quilt with her for her. I put that around her. I think I had some extra clothes. I threw those all around her too. So she was totally fine. She'd fidget around here and there, whatever. And I'd wake up a few times in the middle of the night, make sure that she was all set. And I should say too, as I'm doing this hike, I'm like, I've got this vision. I'm like, all right, this is this this great, like, snowy landscapes. Uh, I'm walking along the trail, and I'm like, oh, look, this is going to be a great picture, and that's going to be a great picture. But I found that a lot of the time, I was really, I was really too tired a lot of times to really be thinking about, like, well, I need to take this picture. I need to stop and, and do this thing. And I really, I really wasn't doing a whole lot of that. I mean, I, I, I now that I'm back, obviously, this is back in November, but I started editing the pictures this week, 
and I'm looking at them and I'm like, God, that picture is terrible. And that picture is terrible. Like that picture didn't come out as I expected. And it was sort of like, well, you know, I'm like, well, what did I, what mistakes was I making here? And part of it was just the compositions. And so that first day was just sort of like such a, a weird experience. I knew I wasn't going to die or anything like that. I, I just knew that I just knew that I wanted to take some pictures and I took a few, but at the end of the day, it was sort of like my, most of my mind was consumed about like, I'm probably not going to be able to do this whole trip. So I need to make some split decisions. So after we, I set up the tent, we're in there, we spent the night. I didn't eat enough food, clearly. And, and I knew that was one of the many mistakes that I made along the way. So it was day two. I, I, I wake up and I knew day two was going to have much warmer temperatures. I at least did look at the weather. I didn't see anything like snow or rain or anything was going to be coming. And that first day I knew it was, it was going to be probably the coldest night that I was going to have to deal with. So I knew I at least tried to make sure I was prepared for that. So the day two, I woke up and it was like it made all the difference. Like I woke up to this beautiful, beautiful sunrise. And if anybody's ever camped in the winter or even just been hiking out when it's like super, super cold out, it's it's hard to get moving. Like you get out of like your vehicle after this long drive that you maybe been making. And it's like you walk out and that cold temperature is like, you, you, you just feel like you're being punched in the face. And I'm laying there in my sleep bag. I, I knew the sun was coming up and I'm like, you know, I really, I really should get out there. So, you know, open up the tent and I'll let the dog out. I go out and it was beautiful. I'm just looking out there at, at, at this crazy like land scene. And I'm like, I've got my land scene, you know, whatever. I'm looking at this beautiful, beautiful landscape and it's like, wow, it was totally, totally worth it. You know, I had not seen a single human being like the, the, the whole time I had been by myself. Like and I just hiked like to the edge of this pond, well, you know, totally edge. Like it was like, it was a, it's a site that definitely had been used before. So it was not like I was cutting down a bunch of trees and everything else and flattening some new like land that nobody been on like somebody people have clearly camped at this spot before and it was great i woke up and like you couldn't hear anything it was just beautiful it was quiet and then the sun is coming over this pond and i was like oh my god this this is why i was out here so you know i i go and i i grab my camera throw that on the tripod and i just start taking pictures and it was beautiful like I'm like, now it was in my moment. The tent was all set up. We hadn't started any hiking. I was out in the wilderness and I was getting what I wanted that very, very first day. And that was just to be out there, to be alone with just me, my camera, my dogs, my gear, like just being out there and experiencing nature and trying to photograph that. I did grab a couple photographs of my tent because that was sort of like this, this mental idea that I had about what it was I was trying to achieve with my photography for that trip. But at the end of the day, those pictures really didn't work out. What did work out was, you know, pictures of my dog. And, I, and I'll talk about that in a bit. So I'm out there and I'm taking the pictures and I'm like, oh, this is fantastic. Now I'm like, okay, great. I, I, I like, I... I should go. I made my coffee, you know. So now imagine me. I'm out there. I've got my, I got a warm cup of coffee and I'm warm. I've got the sun on me. And it was like absolutely spectacular. I probably could have spent the rest of the day out there with just my camera and some extra lenses if I actually had thought about that. And then just spent 
the whole day just photographing literally everything. In hindsight being what it was, I probably should have added another night. I should have planned the trip better, but I'll get to the final thoughts on that. So we're done. I get all my pictures in. We're good to go. And we're like, okay, fine. I pack up my tent and I realize, okay, yeah, I'm definitely not doing the full 20 mile loop because I got to this section of this trail where the first part follows the long trail, which basically runs from Southern Vermont to Northern Vermont. And once I was done, and so there was that first part and that was the part of the trail I come, I was expecting to be like, okay, if I'm going to see people, this is where it's going to be. And then basically it cuts in almost like taking a left instead of going straight north, you basically take a left and go west. And you, you're into what uh, was really what the, the Glastonbury Wilderness Trail. And it was just rocks and hills and just like little mounds. Like it was nuts. Like, and again, you got to imagine there was like a fresh snow on the ground. Like we'll say like six to 12 inches of snow. So like most of the rocks are hidden. You know, the, you, you don't know where you're going. So it's always very, very slow going, which is why I decided, okay, I'm just going to stop here at this point versus that was going to be like Palm was going to be like almost like my halfway point. Like I knew my first day was going to be this bit that was going to be the biggest hike of the day. And there was a cabin or a shelter that was probably another three miles up the trail, but there was no way I was going to make it there. So I was like, okay, screw that. We stopped to the pond. So now I'm up, I'm taking my pictures. Now I've got my coffee in my hand and I'm like, you know what? Heck with this. Let's just hike three miles back. And along the way, let's just try to find like a place to camp. And I had, again, another vision in my head. I'm like, okay, I know I crossed a couple rivers. Maybe I can camp by a river. That'd be great, you know, or a stream or whatever. That way I knew I had water. I had everything that I need. And I like photographing water. So I'm like, great. That would give me a lot of photography, like, moments where I could be like, okay, once the tent's set up, I'm good to go. But this place proved to be crazy difficult to set up a tent. And those with hammocks are probably chuckling and be like, yeah, I just, you know, find these two trees, set up my hammock. But I have my dog. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I can't put a 70-pound dog in a hammock with me. Tenting it was. And I don't mind. I like tenting. So in the end, again, you know, the vision in my head, we'll hike maybe two to three miles. We'll find a nice place out in the middle of the woods. We're good to go. But the land just was not happening. So in the end, what happens? Well, instead of walking two to three miles, I end up walking like four or four and a half miles which put me pretty much nearly maybe roughly two miles from my where I started, or at least from the trailhead. And I finally found like there was this big open spot and I was like, perfect. And I did have a brook and it was fine. The only problem was is like where I t- set my tent, which is again, another common area. There was just like a fork on the trail, which led off to another shelter. And I'm like, oh, good. All right, so now I'm going to be in more of a chance to see people. Now, ironically, I didn't see anybody even that day up until my tent was set up at the new spot. And then I finally saw somebody walking on by, and that was it. They walked up the trail for a while, and then like an hour later, I think they came back. I don't know where they were going. It was kind of weird to see them out there. I don't know. I don't know what they were thinking. Maybe they wanted that spot. It didn't matter. I had it, so it was good. It was good to go. That night, too, so, you know, I realized that first night I made the mistake of not cooking dinner, you know, whatever. And so I, this night, I tried to make dinner, half it, like, through whatever, you know, fell on the ground, so I didn't eat then. So, again, I'm relegated to what little snacks I had. And, again, water. Water wasn't a problem. I could filter any water I needed, so I at least tried to make a conscious effort to make sure I was drinking more water. And so that night, that day, since I'd, 
I had more time left in the day. I was a little bit more familiar with setting up my, my tent setup. I had it all open. And so my dog, you know, she's like, now this is the second night. She's just looking at me like, what, what have you done to me? Like, what, what have you brought me on? And it was, it was so funny because it was like, she's just looking at me. She's just got this expression of like, how dare you? How dare you do this to me? But one part of it, it's like she just loves to run and walk. So I think she gets to the point she's like super, super excited. Then it's like, all right, I'm done. And so I had the tent set up. I had all my stuff inside the tent. I had the flaps open because, of course, it's it's New England. It's November. There's no bugs out at this point. So it was fine. And I'm getting all my stuff. I'm putting it all in there. So my dog decides, you know what? The hell with sleeping on this ground. There is a nice sleeping bag, a sleeping pad, and everything else. I'm going to go in there and sleep. And so I had my tripod, I had my camera again all set up, and I look over and she's just sitting there like on my sleeping pad, on my sleeping bag itself. The pillow's there, the flap is open, and she's just looking at me like, yo, what's up, bud? You know, like, this is where I'm sleeping tonight. And that was probably, probably the favorite picture. I just, I, I, it was like one of those moments where she's like, you only got like a few seconds for those type of pictures. And so I put the tripod, put the camera down. And grabbed a couple snaps of that. And uh, when I edited them, I was just like, wow, those, that was the best picture that I think I took that in, that in that entire trip. So whatever. So I get through day two, I get onto day three. This time I'm, you know, learning my lessons. I'm like, okay, fine. Today we're going to get my breakfast in. I packed up and hiked up. And, and at the end, you know, it worked out because doing those four miles actually made that day much easier because it meant I was only a couple miles from my car, my truck, whatever. All I had to do was basically hike downhill. I think I saw one couple coming up, and that was it. The whole trip, I think I saw like three people all together. So three days, it was everything that I wanted. It was quiet. It was peaceful out there. And basically, I had the woods to myself, so I could just focus on my photography and just be out there. And that day was definitely, if I remember correctly, it was a lot windier than I, than I remember um, or I was expecting. But it was fine. You know, I was heading on out. I had my good day and, you know, just had to hike all the way down to the bottom, which for me, sometimes actually hiking down to the bottom or heading down a trail is worse than heading up. You know, it's just, you know, just trashing my knees. So, yeah, so that was that. So uh, the final thoughts, at least on that trip before I move on to the photography section, I I definitely needed to lighten up my load. I got to go back. So the next I I have a trip coming. Well, that's going to be a car camping trip. Let's see here. So. Final, the final thoughts was I need to lighten up the load of my pack. Um, I'm not sure what I was really doing wrong there. So I really need to, to, to kind of take a step back. And I'm thinking to, I'm probably not going to be that winter hiker. So in, in the reason I say I want to lighten it up, because in some ways I feel like one of the things that limited me on that trip was just the amount of lens that I wanted to bring. I really should have brought probably at least my macro lens because you never know. Um, and then, uh, then probably my wide angle lens that would have added some extra weight. And so uh, that probably would have helped out a little bit more, um, when it came to the photography. So one, I need to lighten up my load. I think I need to figure out what's in there. And probably part of it is the fact that, you know, I had to carry this heavy sleeping bag, which, you know, for what it was rated for, you know, at the end of the day, it was good because it, it served its purpose, you know, a lighting slider sleeping pad pad um probably the food i need to go take a look at that obviously i can't like shrink shrimp on like or shirk rather on dog food you know my 
pop needs food. You know, that's just the way it is. Other things that I should have done better, I, you know, I should have eaten more food. Uh, I think I was more wiped out than I probably needed to be. You know, th- those were more mistakes that I made along the way. I at least did enjoy the experience of the hike and the solitude, at least especially from day two on. You know, that first day was sort of like, oh God, my what I was originally planning just isn't going to happen. So my mind was really consumed on that versus, you know, walking and taking that time to actually get that picture. I will say it was a great test of the gear. It was a great test of myself. You know, like, can I do these type of trips? And the answer, I knew I could. Um, but again, it's going to be one of those things over the course of time is I tweak and tune my gear and figure out what it is I really want to bring that will improve over time. Um, and like I said, I'm probably not going to hike in the winter like that ever again. I realize, you know, I I still got to test over different times of the year. I I think fall is going to be one of those type of things. I'm thinking I got to go for smaller trips And, and, and this trip, there's, there's supposed to be like an abandoned town along the way. That was sort of like one of my main goals. And so it was kind of unexpected that we got a snow a bit that early too as well, because when I do like my abandoned like filming locations, or when I go and record and photograph them, typically the best times to do those things are pretty much after the peak of foliage, like all the leaves have fallen off the trees, because at that point, the land is pretty much wide open. So you, you have more apt to see it's, it's easier to see those type of things on the ground. And so you have like this small, like two to three month window of like, okay, where am I going to be going to get these pictures? So that was one of my goals. And I'm probably going to go back as and with probably a lighter, much, much, much lighter loadout. So I knew, so I know I can get there. So that was usually, you know, that was my first plan. But I realized I need to take a step back and be like, okay, what is really my goal? Probably doing a 20 plus mile trip and then thinking that you're going to do a lot of like really good photography is not going to happen. So, so I'll have to come back. I'll figure out what I'm going to do there. Now the gear that I ended up taking, like I have like a a fairly light tripod that I took at the time I had a Sony a7R3, which I was using for all my pictures, you know, again, gear, I'll say gear doesn't matter, but Gear mattered in the fact for me, it's about the type of pitches I'm going to take. But anyway, so I, I took my Sony and I had the Rokin on like the third 35 millimeter thinking that was going to be the nice lighter load. Um, of course, I had my vlogging camera as well and it's tripod. So, you know, there's a lot of weight right there from just just those two areas. And as I said earlier, the goal was for me to get shots of my tent at different locations because I have this vision of like, well, photographing the different locations that I spent the night at. That first night, I just really didn't get any pictures. Now, I got pictures along the trail, and, and I went through, and I was looking at them all in Lightroom, and I'm just like, none of them were actually really any good. Like, they were just, like, too contrasty, too white, like, the landscape. Like, it just, what I had in mind didn't come out. And I, and I think what I might have done, which probably could have been better, is it might have been cooler to have, like, big panoramas, because then I probably could have gotten much, much more of the landscape because really at the end of the day, that's really what was capturing me because I'd look ahead of me and I'd see the trail, but it was just more than just the trail. It was all the snow, the fresh snow that was out there was all in the trees. You know, the light was perfect. But again, you know, having that mindset of like, okay, what I planned is not going to be happening. And the first thing in my mind is always now is going to be like, where am I going to actually spend the night out here? Because now I'm too far in the trail. 
I'm going to have to find a place to sleep. So at that point, taking photos, not really the biggest thing. And, you know, when daylight's going away, I'm not saying, you know, your more of your survival skills are going to kick in. So I never really, I think I appreciated the points where like, okay, I didn't spend enough time to get the right photograph. Probably in the future, what I should do is be like, okay, in the case of this trip, my end result is I'm just going to hike to that pond. And then that's where I'm going to camp. But find a halfway point along the way to be like, okay, this is where I'm going to spend a couple hours. And this is where I'm going to take some pictures. Just spend the time, look at the landscape, you know, just breathe it all in, have your lunch, you know, just relax and chill and then just soak it all in. At least for me, that that's, that's what works best for me. Definitely the highlight of day two, um, there was two of them, I guess, at the end of the day. The one was just waking up to that beautiful sunset or sun, excuse me, that sunrise over a little pond, getting up in just that golden light, just that perfect, perfect light. And, you, and you're walking around and you hear the crunch of the snow because it's so cold out. Everything is so nice. It's so muffled. And it's just you and the landscape. And it was just, just so beautiful. And I, and I, and I have one of those pictures. Those pictures will be on the, on my website. Um, I'll, if I'm pretty sure I can do it, but I'll put a link in the description to, to the actual article where you can actually see the pictures and actually see the behind the scenes video too, as well. So I managed to get uh, some good pictures of that. Um, since I only had the 35 millimeter, I really couldn't get, um, a, a wide angle shot of that. And again, this was another one of those, like, I should have brought like my 16 to 35. It would have been a heavier lens, but I think I would have gotten some better pictures out of it. And I probably would have gotten more of the pond itself. Again, you know, we're back to a little bit of the fact of like, well, I had this plan for a trip. I was going to do 20 miles. Now, how long is it going to take me to get to back to where I think if I want a tent for the second night? And so maybe my mind wasn't 100% focused on the pictures, but I certainly did spend like a couple hours just, you know, having my coffee, having a little bit of breakfast and taking those pictures and then packing them and getting out of there. Just that was beautiful. So that was one highlight of the trip right there. And then I realized that the second highlight was really when I was at the tent site and it was just me and my dog. And the picture that I got with her in the tent was easily my favorite picture of that whole trip. Just, it was just absolutely perfect. And sometimes I wonder too, like, when I do like landscape photography, sometimes I think I overthink things and I'm like, you know, when the dog was in the tent and she was sleeping, I didn't have much time to think. It was just more about reaction. It was like quickly, like put the tripod, try to get it as low as the ground, focus on her and get that picture. And, and those are the moments where like spend less time thinking and more like grabbing that moment. You know, it was funny. It was just such a magical shot of her in that tent. She's just laying there, that expression that's on her face. She just looks so innocent, like, you know, I'm, this is cool. I'm like, I guess I can live with this. It's just me and you in the woods. Okay, that's fine as long as you feed me. You know, she's got like, <laughs> I'm like, we can live by the stream. I got water over there. I'm good. I'm a dog. I'm fine. I'll probably, again, like, I'll need to think more about the lens that I'm going to bring and, and, you know, what the scenery is to expect. I definitely should have brought my 16 to 35 um, lens. I do have a setup for doing panoramas. Uh, I've been doing some covered bridges or at least panoramas of covered bridges. And, and I'll talk about those in um, future episodes. But when it comes down to weight, you know, I've got to like figure out like what is the, the amount of gear that I need to bring just from a a survival camping aspect or at least the adventure aspect of it all but then it's like but i'm out there to take pictures 
So the loadout's probably gonna be heavy in general. So I need to take a step back. I need to think about more about what it is that I'm gonna be out there capturing. And, and I've had time to think about this too. I'm thinking, because I did a trip earlier, um, obviously it's not in the podcast form, it's, it's on YouTube. I, I did a, a three night um, cabin trip, like a, like a off grid cabin trip. And I look back at all the pictures and I'm like, the best pictures were of my dogs. That was where I had the most fun. Those are the moments I'm like, those are the fun things that I wanted to capture. So I think like a lot of these adventure trips moving forward is probably going to be more about like pictures of my dogs, which is kind of funny to be like, well, that sounds kind of weird. But for me as a photographer, that subject right now is what interests me most. So I need to think about the lens that I'm going to bring. I'm probably not going to bring that Rokin on anymore. I, I just, I guess I just wasn't really happy with the quality and I felt kind of limited. So I'm probably going to bring a 16 to 35 millimeter next time. And I'm probably going to bring a 50 millimeter. I love the 50 millimeter. I think it produces some great, great images. So that is probably what I'll be doing for my next adventure trip, or at least my next overnight, which will just be a car camping trip. Um, I've got access to private land. So I'm just going to, I'll be able to drive out there, at least in my truck, back up to the camp spot. And, and so gear won't be a big problem, but I do have some other hikes that I'll be doing. And I'll definitely be spending more time about like, what's the gear that I need? Where is my destination? And, you know, don't worry about the pictures. Just get to, just get to the point where you need it to be. Because I know, especially on day one, I was certainly stopping. I was certainly trying to take pictures, but it just, it just wasn't working out at all. Like, you're tired, I'm out of shape, probably should have just worked on just getting to that point and then just been fun. So I think that's it. Um, I don't know how long I'll be making all of these podcasts. I, I, I clearly have some editing that I'm going to need to do. There's a couple couple things in here that probably need to be cut out. So I'll be working on that. Like like my website articles, like my, you know, my my YouTube videos. This is going to be a bit of a learning experience for me. This is like my challenge of 2021 is to to do a podcast you know, every week, I think that's my goal. So every week I'll be doing a new podcast. Um, I'll try to line it up to the release schedule, which right now at the time of this recording is like every Monday at 8 a.m. Eastern. I usually try to get my article up, um, my YouTube video out. And so in this case, it'll also be uh, my podcast. So yeah, so every Monday at 8 a.m., it's typically the time, I think, um, when I'll have everything live. I was trying to do Sundays, but at the end of the day, it just wasn't working out too much. I realize on Sundays, I, I, I do like early morning, like uh, I have some photo series that I'm doing. And so Sunday mornings are typically the time I'm not going to be at the house. And I could be off camping. I may not be back till Sunday. So I'm like, I'll try Mondays. At least then I'm home. I'm, I'm getting ready to do my real job. So, you know, I'll be there to make sure that if there's any problems, I, I can at least make sure it gets fixed and whatever. So anyways, in the, 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 in the description of this podcast, hopefully I'll have the link to, um, the actual article, which will have the kind of behind the scenes, a little bit more of the, the tracks that I took. It will have the pictures that I wanted, or at least the pictures that I took that I thought were my favorites. And then I'll move on from there. So I think that's it. Again, if the, the link doesn't work to the article with the pictures and the video, the tracks and everything, some more behind the scenes thoughts about the trip um, should be in the show notes, at least in the description, whatever. I'm pretty sure I can do that. Um, if not, head on over to thelonephotographer.com. Uh, from there, there's, you know, you can find everything that you need. Um, 
The next episode that I'll be covering will be the my Covered Bridges trip. It's a, it's another project uh, that I'm slowly working my way through, and um, I've got some interesting thoughts on that. So we'll be we'll be talking about that then. So anyways, my name is Rich. Welcome to, if you're here, if you're new, again, it's only episode one, so I guess everybody would be new, to this podcast, um, episode one. And yeah, I don't really have a good outro. So with that said, I'll catch everybody later, and I will see you all in the next episode.